Hello, I'm Heather Keck. And I'm Andy Teeter. Welcome to the 43026 podcast. Our goal is to provide content to inform, promote, and unite our community. This podcast is brought to you from our studios at the Hilliard Chamber of Commerce in wonderful old Hilliard. The Chamber has a long history of fueling connections, community growth, and helping local businesses thrive. Today with one of our local businesses, it is Tin Pin Alley. We have Angel Kerr and Andy Booker with us, and they are going to tell you all about Tin Pin and the cool things they do in our community. Welcome, guys. Thank you for having us. Thank you. Hi, Andy. Hi, Heather. How are you doing? I'm good. How are you? I'm doing well. Getting ready to go on vacation. So Again, I feel like you're on vacation a lot, Andy. <laughs> Must be nice. But today, I want to talk about a place that kind of feels like you're on vacation when you're there. You get to have fun, bowl, and eat some really good food. Not to mention, they have my favorite thing in town, Harry Potter trivia. Andy. Can you tell us a little bit about Ten Pin Alley's history and how long they've been here in Hilliard? Uh, Ten Pin Alley has, the, the building itself has been here for a long time, probably at least 50 years. Was it, it always a bowling alley? Yes, it was always a bowling alley. The 16 lane side was, well, it was just 16 lanes back in the day and it had a, an old bar, stuff like that attached to it. And then sometime later they added sand volleyball courts. So yes. for a number of years we had sand volleyball along with the lounge and I remember. Bowling. Yes. I tore uh, my meniscus at your sand volleyball court. Had surgery. You didn't sue us, did you? No. Okay. I'm not that kind of lawyer, Andy. <laughs> <laughs> and then the current owner, uh, Sarah Purdy, she bought it probably 13 years ago and started renovating it, turning it into what eventually became today with the laser tag and the arcade and all that. But she went step by step. I started shortly after she bought it. And, you know, the old lounge bar, she opened all that up put couches on the lanes, hired a chef, really kind of cleaned up the patio and just made an effort to bring families back. Yeah, it's a pretty fun menu. What are some of your most popular items? Appetizer-wise, I'd probably say our 10-pin rolls. I would say so, too. (laughs) (laughs) I get those every time. Those are big sellers. Our burgers are really good. We have some fun with those sometimes. The uh, Pizza. Pizza, yeah, we do, also, we do sell a lot of pizzas, especially with parties and stuff like that. Okay. Explain to our listeners what a 10-pin roll is. 10-pin roll is chicken, corn, beans, all rolled up in a tortilla shell, and then it's uh, deep fried, Ooh. and it comes with a sriracha aioli sauce, so it's got a little bit of a kick to it. It's like a southwestern roll. It is like a southwestern roll, but the sauce makes it. I'm t- I, it it's fine to eat without the sauce, but holy moly, the sauce is good. We love it. You know, the one thing that people don't know about us sometimes is everything is made from scratch. So most of our items are all from dressings to everything that's prepared in-house. That's amazing. That's awesome. I bet you there's not a lot of people who still do that. It's just changed a lot. So in addition to having bowling, you say you also have We have laser laser tag tag now. An arcade, full restaurant, and a bar and a large patio. Do you have like a community meeting space? Am I making that up? What, is there one? No. Is there going to be one? Or the pat? They use the patio a lot for that. Okay. We've you know we've had reunions out there and uh, you know other groups have have utilized it for meetings and stuff like that. High school graduation parties, for example. Tons of high school graduation parties. Yeah. And that kind of brings us into your milieu 
as far as events, Angel? Yes. All right. Why don't you yeah. tell us about the different kind of events you have and... Um, from just starting from smaller to larger, we could do anything from birthday parties, baby showers. We host a lot of corporate events, especially corporate holiday events. Um, you know, the one thing about myself is I work with everybody when doing the parties. So whatever best fits you and your needs. So that's what, you know, that's kind of what I do. You going to tell everyone about the trivia nights? <laughs> so yeah, trivia. When we first, when we first opened, or like I should say, reopened. So uh, right. I meant to say when we, when we grew to what we are today, we closed in uh, July of 2017, and then over the course of six months, we added everything that there is now, and then we reopened and we brought trivia on. It was every Wednesday night, and then when COVID hit, I mean, it was popular. I mean, it was six or eight weeks of a general knowledge type theme and then we would do a, a fun theme every so often like disney or harry potter or star wars something like that and when COVID hit and we could reopen bowling and arcades couldn't quite open yet but restaurants could so we went with two nights a week of completely themed out trivia and that brought a lot of the guests back yeah you you had it people spread pretty far out if i remember right because i was always in that patio area and the trivia started getting a little more themed. Yeah, yeah people like the themes. Um, we've had some fun with it. Like in October, we might do, you know, some horror themes and around the holidays, Christmas themes. Uh, if there's, like, for example, the past few months, big summer movies are back. So we've kind of theme nights with some movies, whether it's Marvel or Thor or, you know, Star Wars or whatever it is, because people are already talking about it. So we do about one a month theme. Yes, I think it's a lot of fun. I go to a lot of them. And I have won every Harry Potter one that I've been at. Really? Shocking. Yeah, okay. Just shocking. But hold on. I, as good as I am, I have a friend who is better than me. And this is the hardest thing I've ever had to admit. She's smarter than me. <laughs> <laughs> and so I drag her to Harry Potter stuff. So that's good for me there. But... So you bring a ringer. Yeah, duh. Yeah. She's really good. And I'm pretty good. So use and your phone. she's really, really good. Um, we got killed at Disney. And I, I, go, I am a big Disney fan. We got killed at Disney. We got killed at the office, which we really thought, oh, we're going in here. I had the right group. Nope, killed. We have an office coming up in a couple of weeks. Yeah, it's fun, but I got killed. So I feel like I'm not going back to that. I won a Marvel one, but I had a good group of people with me on that one. The good thing about those is there's so many movies and shows oh, yeah. to pull from. Like Disney, it's like, you know, we did three weeks of Disney over spring break. Oh, my March. gosh. The things that were killing me with Disney was what year did some random Disney movie come out? And you're like, uh. Our host says he's had to make it more difficult because yeah, some people were killing it. They just know everything. Mm-hmm. But we can play with Pixar, Disney. We've done princesses and villains before. Um, all sorts of different things because it's so It's big. a lot of fun. If you guys, if anyone listening hasn't been out there for that yet one night, it's a fun night. You get a bunch of different food, grab a couple friends. And I think you do reservations for that. Yes, still. we do reservations. And not to mention happy hour. Oh, yeah, right. Yeah, happy hour is 3 to 6.30, so. That's great. Yeah, it's a good dinner and trivia. Just come out with your friends or family, and that's pretty much what everyone does. They have dinner, and they're our host. It's a live host, so. Um, and he's good. Oh, yeah, he's very personable. Yeah. I like him a lot. So he'll ask questions, and you get points. And so it's and you actually can win prizes. Yes. Gift cards and arcade cards. Yeah, that's great. 
Yeah, you mentioned COVID and having two trivia nights came out of adapting with COVID. Um, take us back to was March 2020 when like within three days, life as we knew it just changed all of a sudden, especially for people in your business. Uh, we were watching it a little bit because, you know, things were happening around the world and around the country. So we knew something was going to happen. And I think Angel can add in here, whatever. But, you know, we had to reach out to some groups and just say, hey, you know, just in case this may happen. And then before you know it, you know, hammer falls. And next thing we know, we're closed. And, you know, we stayed active on social media during it. We just kind of had a little bit of fun and you know, we could still reach out to people and try to reschedule their parties or offer refunds or whatever it is. But everyone was really great and understanding, and we just kind of rolled with the punches. We did reschedule a lot of events. We're still rescheduling from there. Anyone that needed a refund, we refunded. So there's a lot of companies out there that did not. That's great. Refund, so. Yeah. Yeah, that was great. just such a. It, it to me, it happened so quick. Um, and I remember my my son texting me, "Taco Bell's closing." You know, like, like what, what could be do? going on in the world if when Taco, Taco Bell closed? But but it just happened so fast, and then everybody just had to shut their doors. And 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 so, what has changed other than the additional trivia night? How's your business changed since COVID? Oh, it's it's come back. People are back out. That year that we could reopen, it was. You know, we did more trivia because it, you could open in phases. You know, we were kind of a restaurant slash entertainment, so they weren't opening arcades or bowling, but you could do a restaurant, so we had to adapt to that. And then when you could do bowling, we had to bowl every other lane. Um, with the arcade, we kind of spaced out our games, kind of brought okay. them out into the facility, so people weren't, uh, you know, if it was a, on top of each other. Yeah, if it was a double game, some of our games have, you know, right next to each other. We would turn one off and then use the other one, and um, you just kind of laser you know, tag. Only one family went in at a time. Yeah, okay. yeah, that's right. Yep. So couldn't mix anybody. So are there are there anything changes that you had to make that you've maintained that you've kind of kept doing, even though you maybe don't have to anymore? I'd say the cleanliness in general. I mean, we were clean before. Of course. But, mm-hmm. you know, the, the, the um, sanitizers and things like that, I think Are people still just, out there. Oh, yeah. Like we I, still pay attention to that. Yeah. But, um, and just trying to – patience, staffing, I think, you know, is still an issue in a lot of places. So yeah, we're just kind everybody. of – We're all working hard trying to – you know, people are coming back out. So we're just doing whatever we can. Another thing that we did was took out the bocce courts. Um, oh, right. We weren't able to use them during covid so our other option was we pulled the bocce courts, and now we have live music, and it has been a hit oh, ever good. since. So, how often do you do live music? Almost oh. every other weekend, every weekend. So usually Friday or Saturday nights. That's awesome. And let's go to the bowling side, since that's I think what everybody thinks of when they think of ten pin is the bowling. Don't do you guys utilize like the Hilliard City Schools? Do the, all three schools come there and do any of their bowling practices or do um, they ever the use? Davidson. Oh, Davidson. Davidson uses okay. us, yeah. So we, we did host all three, but they've uh, two of them have gone to other centers, but okay. we still host Davidson. So Okay, that's cool. We just met with the coach the other week. He's a great gentleman, and we're trying to plan for this season and get those kids in there. Is that a winter sport or a fall sport? I have no idea. Late, late fall. Okay. I mean, they, they start practicing in, I think it's October. Okay. Yeah, I think yeah. it's October. And so then, fall into early winter. Maybe. Yeah. Okay. Well, that's very cool. It's a nice thing that you provide to the school district. Yeah, they come in right after school. They'll practice where they have tryouts. They have open play for anybody who's interested. 
and then they'll do like official tryouts to try to make the team and then they start scheduling the practices and then we'll host maybe two or three matches is that what it's called i was gonna ask i was like is it a meet is it a game what is it's a match all right (laughs) i think all would work but i mean yeah then we'll host about two or three depending on what we have going on we're different than a traditional bowling center that focuses heavy on leagues so we're trying to work around especially around the holidays parties and events and things like that so oh right uh, we do try to make space to and they're hitting right after school so it's not as busy as busy it's like kind of like that weird window before a dinner party or you know after a lunch party so uh but we'll host a few meets for them and cheer them on very cool so you guys do not do leagues yeah we do leagues okay we do uh leagues in fall and winter and small ones in the spring and summer once that warm weather hits we have a lot of bowlers that also golf so and it's summer so people just kind of go outside but our fall leagues are can be pretty crowded and they've certainly come back i mean that first year after covid you know it was still we had to do every other lane for leagues so that cut our leagues in half and then once we could do every lane they started coming back and we've made some changes and adjustments to the type of leagues that we offer but uh for the most part they're just fun leagues and they're about five five nights a week okay okay that's fun and how often are you open are you open every day uh, we're closed on Mondays. Okay. That's oh, it. I don't think I knew that. Closed yeah. on Mondays. And what are your hours of operation? Uh, 11 a.m. to 9 p.m. on Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday. And then Friday and Saturday, we open at or Friday, we open 11, but we're open until midnight. Saturday, 10 a.m. to midnight. And Sunday, 10 a.m. to 9 p.m. What does it cost for a family to go and bowl or do laser tag? Uh, depends on when they come in. Uh, we charge per hour okay. rather than per game, so it's anywhere from thirty dollars during the week, and then fifty-two on the weekends at night. Per hour. Per hour. That's not per person. Does that include yeah. shoes or is that? Shoes are four dollars a pair. Okay. And laser tag, depending if they come in during the day, it's five dollars a mission. On the evenings, weekends, it's seven. But there's tiered. You know, if you get two or more games, it kind of drops. Oh, okay. And then open for lunch and dinner. Of course. Yep. Definitely. I haven't bowled there, but I've eaten there several times, and the food is top-notch. You guys, with the renovation and everything, did a great job with the restaurant. Thank you. So I remember a long time ago there were these, were they nachos or fries that had duck on them? Yeah. I've heard about those. I've never. They were so good. That was the original chef. Like when she first converted the place and started making the changes, he brought a chef on board, and he gave us what we have today is – well, actually, we're bringing back our alley fries. Those are the fries oh, we yeah, have yeah, and okay. balsamic. Those are back. Oh, yeah. Those are really good. Yes. And uh, the Big Lebowski nachos is what you're... But they used to have duck on them back in the day, yeah. which was totally unique and very different. Very unique. Yeah. We still have the Big Lebowski nachos, but no duck. Okay. <laughs> you get chicken or beef or pork. Fair enough. And any events coming up anytime soon that you want to talk about? Some live music up, not this week, but next week. A couple guys named Ranley Nixon. They do covers. And then we got Cole Biedenharn. He's a local guy, local kid. He's really good. Oh, nice. And then uh, we just kind of chug along. And, of course, trivia is always going on every Wednesday. General knowledge next week? Yeah, general knowledge for next week. And I think the week after is the office. And then it's back to a couple weeks of general knowledge. And then I think we're going to try another theme. Yeah. Not Harry Potter yet. Sorry. Uh-huh. That's okay. We do have the cruise in coming on the oh, yeah. 29th. Yeah, those cars. Mm-hmm. Yep. Tell us about that. It started a few years ago. It's Auto. We partner up with Auto Smarts Radio. They'll do two shows with us every summer. And boots. Yes. Nice. <laughs> hey, boots. If you're listening. All right. Go ahead. 
So yeah, they will do one evening show and then one kind of a daytime show. So this one at the end of July is going to be the Friday night show. And it's from like five to nine. And uh, people just come out, bring their old cars. We block off part of the parking lot and they have a DJ out there and you can check out some old cars and get something to eat. And then the Saturday show is not till later on in the summer, or early fall. And they'll broadcast live from the alley. Oh, that's They'll do cool. their show in the morning. And then the show's from like noon to five. Okay. I bet you that brings a different crowd than normal. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that's nice. A lot of our regular guests can wander around and check out the cars, but uh, certainly a lot of car enthusiasts. A lot of cars. Yeah. Yeah. Very nice. Probably 80 some cars normally. Yeah, I don't live very far away. I can hear them. <laughs> <laughs> but it's very cool. It's a cool event. That's awesome. Um, Chris Loxton on July 30th, right? Mm hmm. His anniversary show. Yep, his yeah, his anniversary he's, show. He's pretty famous around here. I think everybody knows who he yep. is. Yeah. He's decided to have his anniversary show at Ten Pin Alley. So, That's nice. Yeah, if anybody's interested July in July 30th? Going, yeah. Okay. They can go on his Facebook page and. Um, See Chris Longston. Yep. He's been around a long time. Yeah. What's, what's the anniversary? 40th. 40th? Wow. Sounds yeah. about right. And Shucking Bubble will be, be there also. I so. feel like they've been around a long music. time, too. Yeah. I kind of think I saw Chris Longston when I was at University of Dayton when I was in college. If no. I, when I first, did. we tried to get him here for a couple of years, and he's obviously very popular, but then COVID happened, and some of his gigs dried up as a result and he we got him in that's the other thing is when we could reopen people were looking for stuff with outdoors and sure. open air stuff like that so our music really took off hence removing the bocce courts because people were sitting on them we just uh made the run for live music and got him out a couple times and i told him i said don't feel old but i remember seeing you on campus yeah like 30 years ago or something like that and he was yeah, I remember him down there. He was, was it, like, I remember you too, buddy. Like you were in the front row. <laughs> yeah. Was it like the Black Forest then or something he used to play on Neil? Right? Uh, I remember that place. It was, um, I can't remember. I, the bar's not even there anymore. It's, that was on High Street. It was okay. just one of the, it, one of those bars. Well, we're there. showing our age. <laughs> no kidding. Black Forest then hadn't Jeez. been there for years. Campus <laughs> has changed a lot. Just like downtown Hilliard. Uh, for sure. That is Working out in here for 12 years, it's, it's come a long way. Yeah. It's great. It looks nice. Thank you, City Council, Andy. <laughs> um, any plans for the future at 10 Penn? What, what's going to yeah, happen Yeah, are we going to put next... volleyball back out there? <laughs> uh, I'd love to. Many we... people ask you that regularly? Uh, quite a few. It, it's one of those things where we, I think we really wanted to keep it. But when, we, when she was remodeling, she had an option to build new or renovate. Oh, so okay. she went with the renovate option, which means we went out instead of up and just it parking wise. I mean, if you remember sure. the volleyball days, the whole parking lot would be full. And oh, of, absolutely. There's no way we could do that now. But no, it, it was it was a lot of fun. And, you know, but I mean, other than any, we're not going to build anything new. I think we'll probably update some things, you know, possibly get some new games in there and things like that. But uh, Very cool. trying to keep our menu fresh, trying to come up with specials. Nice. Drinks, you know, we got new drink drinks coming. That's we like great. drinks. <laughs> I think it's incredibly cool that we have more than just a bowling alley in Hilliard. I you agree. know, it's not the old stigma of the old bowling alley, like you said, with a with a bar that served hot dogs and so best. much smoke coming out of it. Yeah, you um, it's it's so cool. We have something that where you can bowl, but but you can do so much more. It's been a great addition to entertainment in Hilliard, and it's like. Oh. 
There's always open bowling, even when we do have leagues. We have the Brooklyn side, which is the eight-lane separate section. Right. So unless there's like a private event booked, we always have walk-in bowling. So. Oh, great. Do you have food? Yes. (laughs) You have good food. You have great food. It's not just your regular bowling alley food. Well, thank you so much for being here today and telling us a little bit more about Ten Pin Alley. Obviously, I love it. And just as an aside, I did have my son's high school graduation there. It was great. The food was great. The attention and service was fantastic. No complaints. Everybody loved it. They were extremely happy and everybody was full. Yeah. So. And all our listeners, if you haven't been to Ten Pen Alley, uh, um, well, check you, it out. Yeah. Get check out from out. under your rock, man. That's right. <laughs> thank so, you, guys. Thank, thank you. Guys. Thank you. Thank you. The 43026 podcast is brought to you from our studios at the Hilliard Chamber of Commerce in fabulous Old Hilliard. The Chamber has a long history of fueling connections community growth, and helping local businesses thrive. This episode was engineered by Heather Keck, original music by Kaylin Sipple.